Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Encounter Church. <laughs> well, it's great to see each one of you guys. Uh, it's a full house today, and you know, I'm very grateful and blessed that you guys are here. <laughs> uh, I hope everyone had a great week and is having a great weekend. I know for myself, I had a, a long week <laughs> just working on my sermon, and also during the week, uh, Pastor Daniel, Sister Elida, and I, we went to the light parade. And even though it was tough finding parking spot, it, it was still nice being able to make it. I was so close and just giving up because I couldn't find a parking spot. I was getting really irritated and really frustrated. And I'm like, but I could not find a parking spot. But then I ended up finding one, and it was great. <laughs> but I remember uh, Pastor Daniel and I, back in high school, we would always go to the light parade. And it was never that hard finding a parking spot. Maybe it was because our parents would just drop us off. <laughs> so we, we never had to struggle. <laughs> Those days were simpler and just easier, not stressful at all. <laughs> I, was, I was talking to Pastor Daniel at the, at the parade and just telling him how long it had been since we came to the light parade and together. Back in our high school days, we would always just go to the light parade. And instead of actually looking at the parade, we would just go walk around and just see friend, what friends we would find and, or just meet new people. But now as adults, we, we are just too tired to be walking around. <laughs> and we actually just stood in one place, and, and we actually just watched the parade. It was a good experience, and overall, the parade was nice, and we got to see Santa Claus. <laughs> so, so last week, I had, I had let you guys know that I would be preaching to you guys again this week. So for those who decided to attend another service with me still preaching, <laughs> then you guys are awesome. And God is going to bless each one of you. You guys have been a good audience and very supportive. I know I'm still new at preaching, but I know that everything I preach to you guys, God is the one guiding me. And I believe God is trying to tell us something, even for myself as I preach his word. Well, as we move forward with our hearts open and our minds open, I just want to start by leading us in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for everyone that is here. I'm grateful for everyone that, that was able to come here today, Lord. And... It's, it's actually a blessing because today is actually a full house, and you know, I'm grateful for each one that is here today to hear your word, Lord. I know it's not me talking, Lord, but it's you. I know, Lord, that you will, be, that you will do something great here today, and I, I just pray that everyone may have open hearts and open ears, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you just may move here today and that you may bless each one of us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. <clears throat> so... Now that Thanksgiving is over and we move toward the spirit of Christmas, we are going to be hearing about, uh, we're going to be hearing about, we're going to be hearing about the Advent, which is a season of preparation and waiting for the celebration of Jesus' birth. Because this month is the month we celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and not Santa Claus. <laughs> so. Uh, Advent wreath is one of the most popular Christian symbols used in churches and in family homes to celebrate the meaning of Advent. The circle of, wreath of the wreath, which has no beginning or end, symbolizes the eternity of God, the immortality of the soul, and the everlasting life we find in Christ. Advent wreath lasts for four Sundays, leading up to Christmas. And each Sunday, we're going to be talking about an Advent candle, which represents the light in the darkness, which symbolizes and is a reminder that Jesus came as a light, as a light in the world, in, in this dark world. So when I think of Jesus being born into this world, I think of a living hope, 
which, which hope represents the first Advent candle. So today, what I want to preach to you guys is about putting your hope in Jesus Christ. The word hope in the dictionary means of expectations and desires for certain things to happen. So let's look at this more closely. As you see in the, in the definition, it says to have the expectations and desires for certain things to happen. But it doesn't tell you and who to put your hope in. So this word hope is often thrown around lightly. And we often use it without even actually knowing the true meaning behind it. In the, in the beginning of my sermon, I told you guys, I hope you guys had a good week and a good weekend. So even though I used, it, I used the word hope how I did, it doesn't mean I don't know and who my hope is in. That is when we have to know how to distinguish the word hope. As we've seen time and time again, we end up seeing people, we end up seeing people putting their hope in materialistic things, in jobs, in relationships, in money, and in their own satisfaction, but never in the one that matters. In Matthew 24, 35 says, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Now let's look at Isaiah 48. 48 says, The grass withers, the flower falls, but the word of our God endures forever. Now one more passage. John 1, 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. When we put our hope in Jesus, his word, his love, his grace, is something that, we, that will stay with us to the end of the time. His undeniable love for each one of us truly shows us what having hope in Jesus, Jesus will look like. Unlike the hope of the world, which is always letting us down. I know for myself, there was a time when I was putting my hope in relationships and materialistic things, and everything but God. When we don't put our hope in what, in the one that matters, then the things that you're putting your hope in will not last forever. Now, I'm not saying that it is bad to make money or buy yourself nice things or even be in relationships. But what I am telling you is that when you get fixated on just these things and you make these things your reason to live, then that is when it starts becoming a problem. It becomes a problem because you stop losing sight of the one that is worthy of all your time and of all your hope. And that's exactly what the enemy wants. He wants you to lose sight of God. So when it comes for you to go through hard times, the enemy will be able to take you down. Worldly things will not last, will only last for a moment. And if you don't hold on to the hope that will give you strength, then you could be in trouble. John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy but I have come that they may they have life and, that, and have it to the full. See, Jesus wants nothing but the best for us. But when we don't give him our hope and instead we put our hope in other things, when we, then we ourselves are missing out on the grace and love that God offers. In Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, Plans to give you hope and a future. Putting our hope in Jesus comes with a greater reward than that of the world. And that is the living, that, and that is living a life full of perseverance. I say perseverance because what God does not say is that you won't have a, a life without any trials or pain or suffering. But he lets us know that we will go through all this because that is exactly what the world offers. In Romans 5, 3 to 5 says, Not only so, 
but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So even though I wouldn't like to go through tough times, and I wish no one else to go through tough times, they will come. But that does not mean that there's no hope for us. Keeping our hope in God will always allow us to persevere through anything we go through. Just as when Jesus died at the cross for us, he endured all the suffering and all the pain and showed us how to go and how going through all this that he did, he was able to persevere through it. This is just the kind of God we should inspire others to put their hope in. I say others because we, as disciples of God, we have this mission to spread the good news of Jesus Christ in this world that only shows people to put their hope in all these worldly things that don't matter. As Pastor Daniel taught in his sermon series, Work, that no matter in what kind of job you work in, you can make a difference by showing those around your workplace and showing them how God has impacted your life. Hope can be found in the places you least expect. Many people just go to work to make their money, but you can stand out and help those that are in need. Now, just one more verse to tie up my message, and that is 1 Peter 3-4, to which says, Praise be to God and, and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. This inheritance is kept in heaven for you. So as I mentioned in the beginning of my sermon, that, was, that what Jesus' birth meant to me is a living hope. And that is because, as the Apostle Peter was stating, that this new birth is a promise, that salvation is a gift from God, and that no matter what evil is in the world, this inheritance that is being promised will never be touched by no evil. See, this world from the beginning was supposed to be a perfect place, where there was not supposed to be any suffering or pain. But as we know, the serpent lied to Adam and Eve. So because of the evildoer, this world was turned upside down. So as this verse says that this inheritance that we are being promised will be a place where no evil will get their hands on. This place that, Apostle, that the Apostle Peter was telling us will be the place that Jesus gave his life up for. He gave his life so that we may be saved through him and rejoice in his resurrection. For in his resurrection, we are saved. And because he has risen, he has become our living hope. So let's not waste this opportunity that Jesus gave us to be saved from the dark world that we are living in. So as I get ready to uh, move, so as we, I get ready to close, as we move closer to the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, remember that putting our, your hope in Jesus will never fail you. Jesus has been there for you in the good and in the bad times, and he will never forsake you. Trust in his word, for his word is life. Have faith in him, for he is all-knowing. And stand firm, for you will persevere with the living hope that Jesus offers. There's a poem by Cindy Wyatt, which just really touched my heart while I was writing this sermon. And I just want to share with you guys also. It says, How wonderful it is to have an unshakable hope when going through trials and tribulations. It is our life-saving rope. Without hope in God, where would our lives be? There would be like a wandering ship lost out, 
lost out at sea. When our heart is aching amidst the darkest night, hope comes shining forth like a bright and glorious light. Without hope, we would be lost in an ocean of despair. But God gives his word and assures us he is always there. When trouble is all around and our dreams seem to shatter, it is then we find that love, faith, and hope are the things that really matter. God will never fail us no matter what we face. He will always meet our needs with his sustaining grace. Our hope comes from, the, from God's word. That's where it is found. We can meditate upon it and put, it, put our feet on solid ground. Hope is the only thing to cling to when we don't understand. Jesus is always there to take us by the hand. Without hope, we would have no place to go. But resting on God's promises, we rejoice in the blessings that flow. How wonderful to rest in the promises in his wonderful book. If you, have, if you ever get discouraged, just open up and take a look. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you for everyone that came here today. Um, I hope that the word bless you, and I hope that you put your hope in Jesus, for he is worth it. Um, as, as till next week will be my last week preaching for you guys, well, this year at least. So, uh, well, and I, I'm, I'm just really happy and I'm really blessed that I have been able to have the privilege to be up here and, and bring you this word that God had put in my heart. Um, I know hope, sometimes it's hard to, to find, and, but when you, when you put your hope in the one that will lift you up, the one that will give you strength, that is the hope that you know, will get us through anything. And I pray for each one of you guys. I pray for the world, you know, because this world is it's really, it's really ugly right now. And with, all, with the coronavirus and new viruses coming up, um, we have to put our hope in Jesus. Because that is, that is the only one that's going to get us through anything. And I know that Jesus will always, you know, he will get us, he will get us through it. And no matter what we face, no matter what we have to endure, no matter what we have to go through, Jesus will give us the strength, and we have to persevere. You know, persevere, as the word said, you know, it will give us strength. It will give us more. <laughs> it will lift us up more, and we should inspire others to, to, uh, to see that there is love in Jesus, that there is grace, that no matter where they find themselves in, you know, Jesus is always going to be there for each one of you guys, and I pray for everyone that, that they just may... Uh, that they just might that they just may find that light in Jesus and that hope in Jesus. So if we can just bow our heads. Lord, thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for everyone that is here today. I pray, Lord, for everyone that is here. I pray for those that are out in the world. That you just may give us strength, Lord, that that you just may show us, Lord, that that you will always be there for us, Lord. Show show those that are out there, Lord, that there is a hope in you, Lord, that that is like nothing else. I pray, Lord, that you just may give us the strength and that you just may guide us and just always be there for us, Lord. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, um, we're going to be, uh, the worship team's going to be coming up again, but as I, as I leave, uh, I just want to say um, thank you for having me up here again. Um, I, I do have one more. Next week, I'm going to be here again. Um, so I hope you guys can all make it. And it's been a privilege, like I said, and I'm grateful to be here and grateful for each one of you.
Amen. Amen. <laughs>